Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is, according to Callus, this is going to be the Friday evening appointment with me. And hey, listen, I guess I'm going to go with Forgotten Friday. And why? Because we have forgotten. You know, back around, I don't know, 2002, there was a song, Have You Forgotten, that came out. And if I'm wrong on that year, hey, don't hate me because I have forgotten what year that came out. In fact, while I'm on here speaking, I might just uh, look that up. The point of the song was, is we're going to forget. We're going to not keep track of what's going on. We're not going to, you know, pay attention to the causes. Why did we get to where we're at? And just in case you're wondering, it was 2003, so I wasn't too far off. So what I want to get at is back prior to getting involved in remaking the Middle East and remaking the uh, Central Asian country of Afghanistan, there was a lone dissenting voice. Now, there may have been other people that voted against it, but there was one dissenting voice, and that voice said, hey, we can do letters of mark and reprisal. You know, we have other options here. We absolutely need to get that guy for this uh, heinous act that occurred. We believe he did it. We have evidence he did it. Uh, we should go get him. But in the meantime, we did a full-scale invasion. We destroyed a country. We tried to rebuild a country. We tried to remake a country. And now, 20 years later... Um, we're abandoning the situation and leaving all that hardware behind. And again, have we forgotten? We know darn good and well that when the Soviets were there, the reason why they were successfully able to repel the Soviets, who are a whole lot closer than we are, is because we provided them weapons. And yet we're leaving them more weapons. And that never ends well for us when we arm our enemies. Because clearly we have forgotten we seem to have forgotten about what happened in Idaho oh so many years ago. We seem to have forgotten about many other um, tragedies that could have been easily avoided if our own government would have just stayed in its lane. If our own um, overreaching bureaucratic state would not try to run individual people's lives. And yet we've forgotten We've forgotten what those folks back in uh, 1776 meant when they put down their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honor, right? We've forgotten what that sacrifice is all about. In fact, a good number of the founding fathers wondered whether or not we would be able to maintain our republic. If we were able to maintain the freedom that they had fought so hard to provide us. Now, I'm going to split hairs for just a moment. I firmly believe that all liberty is God-given and it pre-exists government. But government's function is supposed to punish evildoers and protect individuals' rights. And when a country ceases to do that is where we run into problems. And we've seen that time and time again in history 
but we seem to have forgotten as we drift into that now. I had a conversation earlier today with a young lady at work, and we were remarking about how every device listens to us. And I said, you know, there was a book written about that. You know, back when I read that book, I often wondered, would people actually be willing to have microphones and video cameras everywhere in their house? I couldn't imagine such a thing. And yet, I mean, basically starting in 2014, that became a reality. Everywhere you go, you carry your very own microphone and camera, which can be turned on at any time for any reason. And now with the nice little cute portable devices that have fun names, you put those around your house so you can, well, ask it to do things for you or help you remember things or play that song you want to hear. We seem to have forgotten the whole concept of privacy and the protection thereof. We gave it up for convenience. Just like we seem to have forgotten the concept of liberty. And there's some challenges with liberty. There's a little mm, danger with liberty. And we seem to have forgotten the importance of it because we've decided to value security. We traded in that liberty for security. And One doesn't have to look too hard throughout history to see what happens when you do that. But we've forgotten. What other things have we forgotten? Well, you know, if you want to go in the... (laughs) Depending what direction you want to go, I would just say we've forgotten the importance and the value of family. We've forgotten the value of life. Whether it's killing your baby before it's born, whether it's um, the reckless uh, taking of lives, both with, mm, let's say, extra jurisdictional action, which would also maybe be called war without a war. I mean, that we used to have this requirement before we would go mess around with other countries that we actually had to declare war. But we seem to have forgotten that too. And again, that one lone voice basically called out and said, if we're going to do this, Congress needs to do its duty and actually have a declaration of war. And they laughed at that individual. Said, oh, that's not necessary. No reason to do that because we've forgotten. When Congress actually declares war, they own it. They're responsible for what's going on. They have to face the voters back home. They have to answer for the things that they approved and what they authorized to happen in our name. But if they could just pawn that off on the president, who every passing decade looks and resembles more and more a king, or, well, it hasn't been a queen yet, but could be. But we seem to have forgotten the dangers of having a king. Indeed, Prior to uh, Saul being made king of Israel, you know, Israel called for a king multiple times and the prophets told them, you don't want a king. The king is not good. But they just, they keep demanding the king and, you know, the Lord told his prophet, hey, you know what? They want a king, give him a king. Go anoint this guy and make him the king. He looks good for the part. Let's see what kind of job he does. Now we know basically how that turned out. Not so good. But yet, We've forgotten because here in the States where we had no king, we had no birthright aristocracy. 
we've kind of called for it. We've kind of desired it. I mean, we've had multiple times where a president has been replaced by a nephew or a son. And while early on, it actually made sense because the son, that would be John Quincy Adams, in case you're wondering, was a distinguished and very um, able-bodied person in his own right and reached that uh, pinnacle, um, I wouldn't say on his own, but by his own merit, right? And then you throw in the Roosevelts and then later on the Bushes. And then the Clintons tried the same thing and you got to be worried. I mean, we have senators that die and hand the torch off to their spouse. Doesn't that bother you? Doesn't that bother you that you've got um, congressmen that can retire and try and hand the torch off to their son or daughter? Or, I mean, look at Alaska. <laughs> a person by the name of Murkowski has been in governmental power there for, I guess, probably the last part of 50 years. First the father, now the daughter. And honestly, they're kind of an embarrassment to Alaska at this point. I mean, you could say what you want about Governor Palin, but it, she at least seemed to give a rat's behind about Alaska. I think Murkowski couldn't care less. But, hey, they got the right last name. They got the right uh, skids greased. Re-election we are. But we have forgotten. We have forgotten what it means to not have a birthright aristocracy. Now, you know, you had your robber barons, for lack of a better term. I mean, these oligarchs of uh, business. And for a long time, they kind of stayed out of the way of government in many ways. And government didn't try and run them. I mean, they became birthright aristocracy as far as wealth, but they really only had limited power around them. I mean, even at the height of the Rockefeller power, they didn't really run people's lives for them. They didn't have the audacity to show up at their homes and tell them how to behave. Now, maybe they might have done that a little bit to their own employees because we know the Ford, Henry Ford did that, but I think... Henry Ford was more concerned about different things than what, you know, the current folks are that are trying to run our lives. I mean, but again, have we forgotten? We've been through this. We saw, or well, you would think we would have learned from it, but being that we don't actually teach history anymore, we talk about revisionist ideas and things that maybe could have sure to happened and things that kind of we think happened, but we don't talk about the cold hard facts, the documented faults, the successes, the controversies. No, no, we're too busy, too busy, just picking apart that which is America. And and I guess to a certain extent, you need to be able to look at the cold hard facts. You need to be able to accept the shortcomings. But when you turn it into a festival of kicking a country, when you're supposed to be learning about it, I'm not sure how that's beneficial. But that's just my two cents because, you know, it is according to Callus, so I can do that. But we seem to have forgotten our own history. I mean, the uh, city I was born just outside of was literally ran by socialists for the better part of 50 years. And they did some pretty interesting things. And I would say that in some ways the city of Milwaukee was better off for it long term, but not without a significant cost. 
if you talk to the average person in that town, they have no idea because they've forgotten. They, they don't know what's going on there. I mean, likewise, Dallas, right? Dallas is its own unique thing. But with so many new people coming here, they're not aware. And the people that are here that are native, if you will, because they go to the government indoctrination center, they don't really know all there is to know. I mean, sure, they get a class that tells them about Texas history, but it, depending on who teaches it, they may not actually get a history. So they've forgotten. You know, and they had these things that they used to do. Uh, <laughs> they were called civics classes so that you could actually know about how your government was supposed to run, who they worked for, and how to get things done within the realm of government. But they quit teaching those classes. And consequently, we have forgotten. We have multiple generations that have no idea. They just see the guys on TV and the ladies that hold press conferences and they just say, trust the science or the FDA or the EPA or whatever alphabet soup agency they trot out because they're the experts and you need to just defer to them. Never mind those pesky little things like your rights and your liberty and your freedom. I mean, even Arnold Schwarzenegger's told us that they... Those don't count anymore. I really hope to have better out of him as a man that came from a socialist nation. But, you know, he made it. He's his own person. He can do whatever he wants because he's forgotten. He's forgotten his own history in his own lifetime. It's amazing to me that we can look at our country. Those of us that are over the age of 30, and we can remember back where this kind of crazy would have never ever been tolerated but our children and our grandchildren we have no idea why they are just okay with this and why they go along with this it's because we've forgotten to tell them it's our responsibility to pass on the collective knowledge of our generations it's our collective duty to inspire and ensure that liberty stays sacred but we haven't done that because we've forgotten. The real question is, after all is said and done, what else have we forgotten? I don't even know what we've all forgotten. I think we've forgotten what the function of the military is. I'm fairly certain we've forgotten what the function of the police is. And clearly we've forgotten what the sphere of government is supposed to be. Now, before I end this episode, I need to take a moment. I believe earlier in the week I was under the impression that the Texas Supreme Court found that the governor was out of line in issuing his executive orders, basically mandating that you could not have a mask mandate and the localities. But upon further review, apparently the Texas Supreme Court has said, no, the governor has the right to do this and that you school districts and you municipalities that are doing this are in violation of an executive order, which apparently has the weight of law, which it shouldn't, but that's a different story. But again, we've forgotten that too. So they're not allowed to do that. Now this puts us in a difficult position, right? Because 
those of us that are liberty lovers, those of us that value freedom, we expect and demand that our lower levels of government would protect our liberty, that they would interpose themselves from a tyrannical upper level of government. So it's really frustrating when the lower levels of government are actually more tyrannical than the upper level of government, in this case, the state. So we were made to believe that governor last year had the full authority under some kind of emergency rule where apparently the Texas constitution doesn't matter anymore, which is malarkey. So the Texas governor can violate the own constitution that we have. Our own constitution is null and void because they declared an emergency and he can basically make dictatorial commands that everybody must follow. And now the Texas Supreme court has said, yes, he can do that. And if you're a state subsection, right? A county, city, a school district, you don't have the ability to say no. Now, just think about that for a moment. Now, the federal government is supposed to be subservient or limited in authority because it was created by the states. Now, we already have forgotten <laughs> what the limitations of the federal government are, right? We just let them do whatever they want. And apparently, nobody knows, cares, or wants to say anything about it, except for a few of us folks. The state government creates the cities, the counties, and the school districts. And they are, for lack of a better term, the lesser magistrate within our states. And when they refuse, they interpose themselves, they're supposed to be doing it to protect liberty, to reinforce freedom. But in this case, they're doing the exact opposite. So I'm wondering, is the Supreme Court looking at it from the standpoint as they're violating people's individual liberty? So therefore, they're going to uphold the governor's commands? Or is it just because they happen to agree with what the governor's commands are, uh, they're going to let it pass this time? I don't know. I'm confused. Clearly, I think we're all confused. We were very upset last year that the governor overstepped, and he's doing the same thing this year on the opposite side, and now apparently that's okay. Whereas last year, very few... Counties were willing to say, well, governor, you're wrong and we're going to do our own thing. Now this year they're saying, well, governor, you're wrong and we're going to do our own thing. And I guess the state's standing by impudently doing nothing. So I'm just wondering, how do we look at this? If we value liberty, are you going to be okay? Because perhaps you agree with Abbott's no mask mandate command if he comes and arrests, you know, a county judge in Dallas County, because, you know, the judge is doing something we don't like in violation of the governor's orders, but perhaps the majority of the people in his county, because they elected him, actually want him to do that. I mean, are we going to be okay with that? Think about that. Now, I can tell you that if the shoot, if the roles were reversed, right, if this was last year, and a county or a city or a school district would have said, well, that's fine, governor, but we're not going to partake in your mask mandate. Uh, we're going to do our own thing. We're going to protect the liberty of our individuals that live within our subdivision of your state, and we're not going to enforce that. Go pound sand. I would have been very enthusiastic about that because they were 
defending our liberty. They were interposing themselves from a tyrannical action from the state government, which, in addition to being tyrannical, was also in violation of the Texas state constitution. I would have been ready to support them, and I would have been very upset had the governor sent somebody to arrest them. But now we're looking at the opposite, right? The governor made a decision that we're not going to allow mask mandates, whether you agree with it or not. Apparently that's allowed. He can do that, even though it violates the Texas state constitution. But now when you have these cities, counties, school districts saying, well, that's all right, Mr. Governor, but we're going to go ahead and limit the freedoms of our citizens. We're going to tamp down their liberty So the question is, who would be more right? Right? The lesser magistrate that's thinking they're actually protecting their people by ridiculous rules that still aren't proven to work, but they're fulfilling what the majority of their citizens want? I don't know. But that's something we need to consider. That's something we need to be aware of because we need to remember that there are consequences to actions. There are consequences to us making demands but we seem to have forgotten that as well. In addition to that, I should add, and and I'm going to probably bring this up just a few more times in the recent or in the near future. We've forgotten that the power of a jury is. The jury has a lot of power. Now, judges purposely mislead them. Judges purposely don't allow them to know the full extent of their power and authority. But the juries don't only judge the guilt and innocence. They judge the law. This is long established. This has been around for a thousand years. But people don't know that. The people on the jury can get bounced if they say they're going to do the right thing. If they say they're aware of what their rights are. So now you have to lie to serve on a jury? How's that work? How can that possibly be right? But we've forgotten. We somehow just made peace with the idea. Oh, we'll just let the the experts run it. We'll just we'll just let those people do it. We don't we don't want to be bothered. We don't want to do about anything about it. And again, because we've forgotten. Conservatives, Christians, libertarians. Anybody that would self-identify as right of center. I know. I know what the natural inclination is. That was me. I come from that background. I know how we think. We want to just be able to get up in the morning, take care of the kids or our wife or husband, whatever, go to work, take care of our business there, come home, spend the afternoon or the evening, depending on what time it is you get home, with your spouse and kids doing whatever, make time for, you know, the interpersonal time, maybe go to church, go to a movie, whatever. You want to focus on your family, your own home, your life. You don't want to be worried and care about what your neighbors are doing to an extent. And you certainly don't want to be overly concerned about what those guys in an office down the road who think they run the city are going to do. You want to just be able to enjoy your life, pay your taxes and they'll go away, right? The problem is, because we've forgotten 
that liberty needs to be defended because we've forgotten that there is a cost to be paid for maintaining liberty. It's called eternal vigilance. We've forgotten that. And now we're in the position that we're in where we have bad actors in positions of power. And we are frustrated. How did this happen? What do we do about this? Because we've forgotten the very tools that we have at our disposal to do this. There are many things we can do short of civil war. God forbid we ever go that route. But if we're not going to do them now, when we can make a difference, we're in trouble because we've forgotten. We've forgotten what we can be doing. And last, and perhaps most importantly, if you're a Bible-believing Christian, I believe we have forgotten our Lord. We have forgotten to put him first. We have forgotten to get down on our knees and ask him. Repent of terrible things that we've done, whether it's in the name of our nation, the name of our state, the name of a political party. We repent for those things. Ask for the forgiveness that he already gave us. He paid the price. And then ask him to heal our land. And we're not doing that. We have forgotten. We're supposed to be leading the way. Now I know, hey, hopefully some of you that are listening, you're not Christians. You're not held responsible for this. It's not your problem. You can even check out at this point if you want. But those of you that claim to be Bible-believing Christians, that you claim to worship the Lord Jesus Christ, If we can't put him first, if we can't remember what our priorities are, we're the ones that are responsible for this. And just as an aside, for those of you that are ultra devout, you're the pious ones. There's a whole movement called the pietist movement, right? Or the piety movement. And they check out of everything. They're not involved in anything around them. They're only worried about those spiritual things. You're also part of the problem because you've forgotten your community, your responsibilities to your extended family, your own government. You have forgotten that. We are the ones that can fix this if we will just do what needs to be done. We don't need to be, excuse the term here, folks, but we don't need to be worried about the pagans and what they do or what they don't do. We need to worry about us first and foremost. We need to stay accountable to ourselves and to our God. And when we do that and we do that well, we lead by example. Those around us will see that and want to mimic and they want to follow what we do. And we have forgotten that as well. And I said, that is probably the biggest, most challenging failure of forgetfulness on our part and if we can remember those things perhaps everything else can be repaired can be brought back and we can heal our land i'm confident that 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 can happen i'm confident that we're moving in that direction because that's what we need to be doing i don't want to be a downer on a friday So I'll say it. Happy Friday. This is According to Callus. Please remember, 
what we need to be doing. And I will see you on the other side.